time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. It's time to listen to the money doctor. That's the topic of today's show. Welcome to re-engineering your finances. Walter here alongside Charles Weldy, founder, certified financial planner at CP Weldy Group. They're in Chad's Ford, PA on Route 52. Check us out online at cpweldygroup.com for all the past episodes on the show today. If we take a look at the world of medicine, we can learn some valuable lessons that can be applied to your financial life. So, Charles, you get to live out a lifelong dream today, and you get to play doctor for us on the show. Sounds good. I played doctor when I was a little kid. I had a lot of fun with it. I I was going to say, I don't know if that was actually a lifelong dream of yours. or I think at one point in time, we all wanted to be a doctor at some point when we were growing up, right? Yeah, but like, you know, when you saw all the, you know, what you had to go through, all the hoops you had to jump through just to get out of college and then go to medical school and all the debt that you've accumulated. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's a lot more than 16, you know? Mm -hmm. Way way too many. Way too many for some of us. that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the folks who did like school enough to go through all of that and become doctors. But you're going to get to be the money doctor. All right. So uh, we're going to have you um, see if we can find some, you know, we've all been to the doctor. We've all had ailments, all had fixes, those kinds of things. Uh, we've all learned some lessons about taking care of ourselves and health uh, through all of that. And so I think this will be really uh, helpful today to see how maybe some of those lessons can translate. Uh, one example, even if you feel fine, It's usually advisable to get periodic checkups. We all hear the stories about everybody feeling fine. They get a checkup and find something wrong, but catching it early enough to fix it, Charles. And I'm sure there's some good financial parallels to that. Yeah, there are. I mean, you know, periodic checkups, like you get another set of eyes on your financial plan, so to speak, and, you know, maybe another point of view. But, and I do periodic checkups for clients and or prospects. I mean, generally speaking, I focus on like, hey, is there a tax problem? I mean, they have X amount of dollars in their retirement account. What's it going to cost them to take it out? That's one issue. Another thing that might arise is like, hey, you know, everything's fine. They're not going to run out of money. But if they ever need it long-term care, what's the solution? There is no solution currently that they're looking at. Maybe there's a potential solution by, you know, doing this periodic checkup. Then lastly, like, you know, a lot of people have issues with spending. Maybe they're spending not enough, you know, or maybe they're spending too much. But you know, one of the beauties of being a financial planner is giving people permission to spend their own money. So if there are people that are skimping that, you know, realistically can spend more money, I'll definitely point that out. But sometimes, you know, you have to tell people that are spending too much money that, hey, you know what, if you continue on this trend, fast forward 12, 15, 18 years from now, you're going to run out of money based upon these current projections. So a periodic checkup definitely would, you know, help people identify a potential tax problem, maybe find a potential long-term care solution if need be, and definitely like, you know, make sure that their spending habits are in tune with the level of assets that they have in their portfolio. You're finding the cancers that may be lurking and undetected so far by getting that checkup, just like that in the financial world. You can uncover some things that otherwise might have gone unchecked until it was too late. And I'm sure you've seen lots of examples of that over the years, Charles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Another example of listening to the money doctor. Well, you know what? Sometimes you need a prescription, right, Charles? Sometimes your body just isn't going to heal it on its own and, and we need a little help, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's many times that I find out that people do have good investments. You know, uh, they've got, you know, a good mixture of stocks and bonds and fixed income. And, you know, what might be missing is like how, where they're located. You know, are they in a pre-tax account? Are they in a post-tax account? Are they in a tax-free account? Just, uh, you know, by sitting down and, and actually analyzing what their, you know, uh, portfolio looks like and what their needs are, 
it might be a, you know, a good recommendation in a lot of cases just to shift some of those assets into these like various buckets, pre-tax, post-tax, tax advantage. I mean, in my career, uh, probably on one hand, I can count the number of people that had the bulk of their assets in tax-free. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs all their money in tax-free, but you know, one of these like prescriptions might be, hey, you know what? Let's start prepaying our taxes. You know, you're not paying much taxes today. Taxes may go up in the future. Let's get rid of the silent partner, Uncle Sam. Uh, you know, let's strategically do it over the next three to five to six years or so. And then let's look at like what your plan ends up with being, you know, another 20, 20 25 years down the road. You're going to have more net worth because, you know, when you take this money out of your retirement plan, it's going to be tax free. That's one uh, potential solution to needing a prescription. Another one might be like, hey, you know, you've got all these assets, but, um, you know, at a certain point, we got to turn some of these assets into income. Uh, kind of like a football team going down to the 20 yard line, the red zone. Yeah, you might not be retiring for a couple more years or you might not need, you know, additional income for another, you know, couple years. But let's plan today to have this income stream turn on three, five, seven, 10 years down the road. And that can only be accomplished by doing some of these periodic checkups, um, you know, turning assets into income. And, um, you know, that that's a potential solution there. I don't know what else to say about that, except, uh, you know, generally the prescriptions are, you know, let's uh, minimize your taxes and increase your income and perhaps create a rising income throughout your retirement. I uh, have a few family members who are big fans of self-diagnosing and self, self-adjusting uh, medications and things like that, and then they're not getting better. And, and sometimes I have to give them a little shove of like, maybe you should get some help on determining the proper uses of these things, right? And yeah, uh, I mean, that they go yeah. back and get the, the correct adjustments, and then they start feeling better. So. Right. Yeah. Same pride idea. can be expensive. I mean, we all got a certain amount of pride, but sometimes uh, there's a lesson thing. embedded in there, isn't there? Absolutely. <laughs> Very good. All right. So another uh, lesson from the money doctor might be that uh, when you go to visit a doctor, they've all got different specialties. So Charles, depending on your needs, you might go to somebody who's uh, maybe go to a cardiologist because you're having some heart trouble. You wouldn't go to a gynecologist for help with that situation. Or if you need shoulder surgery, you're not going to go see an oncologist or a respiratory specialist. Is there that kind of specializing in the financial world? Do we see that play out similarly? Yeah, there is. I mean, really, like if you want to you know, categorize it, there's really two groups of planning. Number one would be accumulation planning. So they're for people that are young, you know, they're in their accumulation stage, you know, they're not going to retire for 10, 15, 20 more years. I mean, these people should be praying for bear markets, you know, the market coming down because they're buying every like paycheck in their 401k or they're saving every month outside of their 401k. So that's one type of planning, accumulation planning. And, you know, maybe they need to set up a 529 for their, their kids for college or, you know, uh, maybe like a budget for an upcoming uh, wedding for one of the kids. So accumulation planning is like one phase of retirement. The one that I think most people are concentrating on now, especially like, you know, at my age and like, you know, what the market is, is, is distribution planning. Like, you know, again, as I said earlier in the podcast, at some point, you got to turn the asset into income. And that's distribution planning. And how can you, you know, basically put your money in certain categories where uh, you know that that money is going to be there month to month to month, and hopefully it will outlast, uh, you know, your lifetime and you won't have to worry about, um, you know, is the market up, down or sideways? You've got, you know, your income plan for 25, 30 year retirement. So, you know, I think most 
of my peers today, I would think they gravitate towards uh, retirement planning, distribution planning. You know, people have accumulated over their lifetime, their work, their, you know, their working uh, years, and that's where all the money's at. And now it's it's time for them to actually, you know, create a plan that makes sure that they run out of air before they run out of money. All good points, Charles, and I think it's worth uh, looking at another money doctor lesson here, maybe one more to help drive the point home here. And that's that sometimes a second opinion can be helpful. You know, you get a certain diagnosis, you might seek a second opinion to confirm the diagnosis or maybe get another perspective, or maybe there's even another treatment route that you can take to try and solve whatever ails you. I've seen this happen and play out over the last couple of years with some various family members who got some bad news and the way to solve the problem wasn't acceptable in their eyes. And so they said, well, you know, if that's truly reality, then that's what I'll have to deal with. But they went and got a second opinion in, uh, in one particular case, and there were some alternative ways of solving the problem that that doctor had that the other hadn't brought up, and they pursued those other options. And, you know, it, it would have been a dramatic lifestyle change without going into too much detail had they had to go the route of the first doctor's suggestions. So getting that second opinion really helped them preserve their current quality of life by exploring a, a whole new and different option. So hugely important to seek out those second opinions in the medical field and feel like we could probably find lots of examples of that on the financial side. No, I agree, Walter. I mean, you know, let's face it, some advisors are like really anti-annuities and some are like pro-annuities. And I'm not saying one's right and the other's wrong, but, you know, really, you know, uh, I guess a retiree should probably sit down with each type of advisor and explore what are the advantages, what are the disadvantages of what they're recommending and why. You know, just because an advisor is an anti-annuity person, maybe annuity is a solution to some of these people's issues going forward and vice versa. You know, there's not all good annuities out there. Maybe someone's in an annuity currently that isn't a good annuity and needs to be restructured or replaced. Um, another example would be like the type of planning. Like I myself, I love this bucket planning where there's three buckets of money, now, soon, and later money. Well, other advisors might not subscribe to that. They might subscribe to a single portfolio. Uh, X amount of dollars in fixed income, X amount of dollars in stock, and just, you know, work off of that one portfolio. I, I like two investment strategies, one for, you know, income and one for growth. You know, I like to segregate them. It just makes it a lot easier to see how you're doing and, you know, just to maybe replenish that spending bucket when need be. And other advisors, they just look at the whole portfolio. And you know, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but like they basically structure the income and the legacy and the growth off of that one portfolio. I think it's more challenging. You know, a second opinion can be helpful, uh, no doubt about it. And not everybody, you know, really has the same belief system as advisors. And I think the fact that a potential retiree or an investor would go to more than one advisor to get a second opinion could be extremely beneficial because if these advisors feel so strongly about what they're recommending, you know, a couple of questions from the retiree or, you know, the investor uh, might open up a new world of investing for the, you know, investor. It's helpful, Charles, to walk through these different little things and uh, visiting the money doctor. Not all that painful. 
uh, to get the help and guidance that you provide on the show today. Really enjoyed hearing uh, your guidance on a few of these different items. And if you want to get some help and guidance, similar to like what you heard on the show today, but even in more detail and specifically about your financial plan and your financial life, uh, certainly get that second opinion of your financial plan. Come to somebody who specializes in working with retirees and people approaching retirement. See if you need that prescription for your financial plan. Uh, Get that periodic checkup if that's all that it is. All of these things can combine and be so helpful to making sure that you are in good financial health. Get in touch and schedule your time to meet or ask a few simple questions to Charles by dialing 610-388-7705. That's 610-388-7705. Or go online to cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com is the way to get in touch on the website. Contact information in the show notes section of today's program so it's easy for you to get in touch. Charles, enjoyed this one. Thanks for the help, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Walter. All right, that's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Reengineering Your Finances. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.